I wanted to open with that music on the program today. It's a little different than what we normally open with. It's solo piano, not an ensemble piece. It's a very simple piece and yet I think effective and absolutely beautiful. It's called Lullaby. It's from an album called Delicias de Blanca Nieves, which is Spanish for Snow White's Delights. And each of the short piano pieces on this album is in a different major or minor key, but it also has a Spanish flavor, and there's also this evocative fairy tale quality to the pieces. They have titles like The Sinister Elf or The Lost One. They're not related to Snow White, by the way. That is actually a nickname for Sebastian. I was out with him after a concert one time. We were all sitting around the table, as you do after a concert, drinking and eating and having a good time. <laughs> and he told us that his nickname was Snow White, and we were kind of like, what? <laughs> uh, the nickname comes because he grew up in Spain, in the Catalonian region of Spain. But he's a Dutch guy, and he had very, very bright blonde hair, and so that was unusual. And so his nickname was Snow White. And here in this album, he's really embraced that nickname and mined it for gold. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bosted. On today's program, I'm going to be playing some of the delights of Snow White, but I'm also going to be playing some other pieces by composers and performers that I am currently delighting in. I hope Sebastian doesn't mind. I'm going to steal that idea for the program as a whole today, and I'm going to play several pieces that I'm currently delighting in, in addition to this wonderful album by Sebastian Houts. Let's move to Iceland. Icelandic composers are really occupying a lot of space in the contemporary classical music world right now, and uh, I think we're all very happy about that. It is an otherworldly sound. If you've ever been to Iceland and seen the landscape, it is this kind of landscape where if Martians landed on Earth and they landed in Iceland, I think they would feel right at home. It's this amazingly otherworldly landscape. So we're moving from the otherworld idea of a kind of uh, choose-your-own-fairy-tale to the otherworldly landscape of Iceland. The piece is called Flight from the City, and it's by Johan Johansson. It's from his first album for Deutsche Grammophon, Orfe. A lot of these pieces are inspired by the Orpheus myths. Here are Ben Russell, Caleb Burns, Clarice Jensen, and Yuki Numata Resnick to perform Flight from the City by Johan Johansson. 
We're in kind of a mellow mood today on Relevant Tones. That was Flight from the City by Icelandic composer Johan Johansson. Again, this to me is very typical of Icelandic music. There is this slow developing, otherworldly, ambient sound to so much of the music that's coming out of Iceland. It's had a huge effect on the international contemporary classical music scene, but especially in New York, so many ensembles there seem to be absolutely smitten with the Icelandic sound. And we heard musicians here from ACME, American Contemporary Music Ensemble, and we heard two of their musicians, Caleb Burns and Clarice Jensen, performing alongside Ken Russell and Yuki Nomata Resnick. Again, the piece was called Flight from the City by Johan Johansson. Let's keep this mood going. We're going to add the theremin. <laughs> so kind of a science fiction soundtrack as well. It's a mellow science fiction soundtrack. That's where we're heading now. The piece is called Leomi, and it's by Carolina Ike, who is also a thereminist. The theremin, as you may know, has been widely featured in science fiction soundtracks, although I've heard it used in, in rock band settings and a couple of other places. It's slowly making its way into the contemporary classical music world because there's been a huge rise in theremin virtuosos, and by huge, I mean, there are now about 20 or 30 of them, but that's a lot more than there used to be. It's an incredibly difficult instrument to play. If you can think of it, it's, it's that large kind of conical instrument. It creates this field that you disrupt, usually with your hands, and that molds the pitches. You can do pretty much anything within the sonic spectrum in the theremin. And so to do something as ridiculous as play even Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, to find those exact pitches, well, it's very difficult because unlike a guitar, there isn't a fretboard or even a soundboard, anything to really help you memorize where those pitches are. You just have to use your ear. But like I said, there are a lot more theremin players out there, and one of them is Carolyn Ike, who is also a composer. She has a new album out, and it's all pieces for string quartet and theremin. I delighted in all of these pieces, but the one I want to play for you is called Leomi, and what I like about it is this is, I think, perhaps the most traditional use of the theremin, and yet it blends very well with the string quartet. Here are members of ACME to perform alongside composer and thereminist Carolina Ike in her piece, Laomi.
Well, the theremin is pretty much unmistakable in that piece. It's for string quartet and theremin. It's by Carolyn Ike, who we also heard on the theremin. And we heard her performing with members of ACME, American Contemporary Music Ensemble. The piece is called Laomi, and it's on a whole album of music for theremin and string quartet. I like that piece, though. It, it strikes me, I don't know what, as a some sort of transmission from an alien planet that we can't understand, we want to understand it. <laughs> in the opening, when the theremin first comes in, we know right away, okay, that's the theremin. But later, what she's done with the other string instruments, where they start mimicking the theremin, well, I think it's magic, I think it's extraordinary. Again, that's Laomi by Caroline Ike. We're gonna return to this album now by Sebastian Houts, Snow White's Delights. And again, I kind of borrowed that theme for the show as a whole today. I wanna to play two pieces, The Lost One, and Sinister Elf. Remember that each of these pieces evokes a kind of fairy tale story, but the specific story is up to us, the listener. So as you listen to this, imagine what the Sinister Elf is doing or what the Lost One refers to. Each of the pieces on this album, again, is in a different major or minor key, and they also have a Spanish flavor to them. Here is Sebastian Houts again to perform music from his album, Snow White's Delights. We're going to hear the Lost One and then Sinister Elf. Thank you. 
That's two more pieces by Sebastian Houts, who, again, we also heard performing. This is from his new album, Snow White's Delights. I love the whole idea, the whole concept for this album. These fairy tale esque pieces that are in different major and minor keys with a Spanish flavor all the way through again. Snow White was his nickname, having grown up in Catalonian Spain, but as a blonde Dutch guy, it was a little bit unusual for people. So he's embraced this nickname on this album, and as I said before, really mined it for gold. The pieces we heard here were called The Lost One and Sinister Elf, and I just feel like the pieces are, are very subtle. Where Sebastian goes musically is not necessarily where you think he would go. You hear a, a title like Sinister Elf, you get a very clear image in your mind, and yet again, the piece is more nuanced more subtle than that. I think the ending is especially effective. He goes into the lower end of the piano. Harmonically, what he's done there is wonderful. Then he smears it all in the piano's pedal just to make sure that you hear every last wonderful note. It's so resonant. We'll return to this album and play another piece a little bit later in the program. I'm going to move to a new album now by Lawrence Axelrod that is called From the Heart Revived. There's a lot of great music on this album. I feel like I could have chosen almost any piece, and it's always hard to narrow it down to the one piece that you want to feature that fits the theme of the show, that really shows off the composer and the musicians. But actually, again, now that I think about it, I think I would always have gravitated to this piece, partly because I love the bass clarinet so much, partly because the performance is so great, and partly because the writing for the bass clarinet is really, really strong. This is a piece called Post Metaphonos, which from the liner notes means constant gradual change. It's essentially a short concerto for the bass clarinet. Fantastic playing, too, by J. Laurie Bloom, the bass clarinetist soloist who's also a clarinetist with the Chicago Symphony. Here he is, the great J. Laurie Bloom, as bass clarinet soloist, performing with members of Ensemble Nouvelle Epoque, led by Lawrence Axelrod, the composer. This is Post Metaphonos.
Well, as you can hear from that music, we've clearly left our mellow mood behind on the program. We're now in a much more frenetic place. That piece is uh, unstoppable, really, if you ask me. I think it's a great piece by Lawrence Axelrod. It's called Post Metaphonos. The liner note says that that means constant gradual change, but I think of it as inexorable change. The way the piece just gets you, it hits you over the head right from the beginning, doesn't let up in the intensity all the way through to the end. There is this sort of inexorable quality to it. 
The piece is from his new album, The Heart Revived. And on the performance there, we heard Lawrence himself conducting members of the Ensemble Nouvelle Epoque. The bass clarinet soloist was J. Laurie Bloom. And you have to, I think, agree with me that that was an incredible performance. What he does with the bass clarinet in those nine minutes is almost everything it was designed to do and more. A fantastic performance. Again, the piece Post-Metaphonos by Lawrence Axelrod. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. My idea today for the program was to share delights with you, several pieces by composers and ensembles that I'm currently delighting in and that I think will be delightful for you as well. To subscribe to our podcast or for streaming versions of this and all previous episodes, you can visit relevanttones.com. I'm sharing a wide variety of different pieces with you today. These are all things that I've heard within the last week or two. So this is kind of the most up-to-date sound world that I have right now. I got the idea to share these delights, as it were, with you from a new album by Sebastian Houts called Snow White's Delights. And I just like that idea. Each piece is a little bonbon or, or something that I'm sharing with you. So these are the musical candies that are currently in my life. And so happy again to share them with you on the program today. I'm going to play another piece by Sebastian now from that wonderful album that I'm currently so enamored of, Snow White's Delights. Each of these pieces, again, is in a different major or minor key. They all have a Spanish flavor, and they're all meant to evoke a different story. I really feel like there's a fairy tale esque quality to these pieces. The piece that I'm going to play is just called Evocation. Here is Sebastian Houts again to perform his piece, Evocation. Thank you. 
That's a short piano piece from an album of short piano pieces by composer and pianist Sebastian Houts. The piece is called Evocation. Here he's left the story entirely up to the listener. I thought about a lot of different things. Of course, there is that Spanish flavor always running through these pieces. So if you thought of a castle in Spain or something like that, you're, you're not far wrong, I think, in many respects, or at least certainly you could be led in that direction by the musical quality of the pieces. The album is called Snow White's Delights really enjoying this album. In fact, I enjoy it so much, I stole the idea for the program today and I'm sharing many different musical delights with you, our listener. I want to play a piece now by saxophonist Jacob Swanson. He's also a composer. The piece is called Invisible Cities, and it's on an album by the same name. I was drawn to this album right away because I'm a huge fan of the Italian novelist Italo Calvino, and I thought, is he referring to that great novel, Invisible Cities? I don't know, but the album cover has a sort of otherworldly picture of a city, and it really suits Calvino's mood. The music does as well. So if it isn't inspired by Italo Calvino, it certainly should be. At any rate, it's a great piece. The whole album is actually for soprano saxophone and piano. And I don't know that I would have listened through an entire album of soprano saxophone music normally, but this is a great album. The piece I'm going to play for you is Invisible Cities. Here is Jacob Swanson to perform on soprano saxophone alongside the pianist James Welch.
I'm not totally sure, but I think that might be the first piece we've ever played on the program for soprano saxophone and piano. And this album, Invisible Cities, I think is just a great example of a different quality for that instrument. There's this kind of mournful, longing quality that he gets out of it. Very, very beautiful. Certainly shown off to great effect in that piece, the title track, Invisible Cities. We also heard James Welch on piano. Next up is a piece for string quartet. We're going to return to that medium, but this time without the theremin. <laughs> but don't be disappointed. This is a great piece by Colombian composer Damian Ponce. And I saw this on CD Baby also as I was scanning the new releases. And I was so pleased to see that he has an album out because Damian is a composer that we met when we went to Colombia. We had the great chance to go to Bogota and Medellin and interview Colombian composers. And Damian is somebody whose music especially really intrigued me. He writes rhythmic, vital, fun music. And this quartet is no exception whatsoever. I'm going to play the first movement. Here is the Q Arte Quartet to perform the first movement of String Quartet Number no. 1 by Colombian composer Damian Pons.
a fun piece for string quartet. Again, we have a very eclectic program today, as we so often do on Relevant Tones, sharing these little delights with you. Musical bonbons. I think that certainly qualifies. That was the first movement of String Quartet No. 1 by Colombian composer Damian Pons. This is from a new album called Dissimiles, which is Spanish for dissimilar. And I think it's a, maybe a, we, we could also have used that as the theme of the program today because each of the pieces was so different in many ways. We have enough time now to play another piece. This is by composer Alexandra Gardner, whose music I've known for a while, but I don't know this piece or didn't know it until I heard it last week. It's called Crows. It's in five movements, really evocative piece, very interesting piece. It's a great performance by the Soli Chamber Ensemble. We'll play as much of the second movement as we can clusters. Here is Soli Chamber Ensemble to perform the music of Alexandra Gardner. music by my friend, composer Alexandra Gardner. This is a piece called Crows. Not a piece that I had heard before, but I came across it recently when I was getting ready for this show, looking for musical bonbons, musical delights to share with our listeners. We heard an excerpt of Clusters, and that was the Soli Chamber Ensemble performing. This is from an album called Luminoso, music of Alexandra Gardner. That's all the time we have on the program today for Musical Delights, or Musical Bonbons, as I started calling it through the show, and I'm now kind of thinking of it. I love that idea. Or those chocolates where you don't know quite what you're going to get until you put it in your mouth. At any rate, if you are interested in any of the music that we featured, we have all of the albums and links to them on our website, so you can find more about all of the artists that we featured today at RelevantTones.com. Relevant Tones has been produced by Sarah Zwinkless and is made possible by the generous support of the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music and the listener supporters of WFMT. This project is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts, Art Works. I'm Seth Bosted, and this is the WFMT Radio Network Chicago.